What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Bragging Rights. This is the third episode. I'm GBD. That stands for Gold and Blue Dude. I'm here every single Monday. Now, the first thing I want to talk about, and that's it's usually every week, is the top 25 shakedown. Now, there wasn't a lot of you know chaos or anything like that. So I'm going to just briefly touch on this real quick because there, there wasn't any big shakeup or anything. So uh, the top eight pretty much stayed the same. Indiana jumped one spot because they blanked Michigan State. Uh, big game for Indiana this weekend. Wisconsin blasted Michigan, so they jumped up three spots. Miami survived Virginia Tech, so they dropped down to number 12. And uh, the rest, uh, not much going on. We did have Northwestern. Northwestern they are the surprise team, and uh, they are they are really putting on a show right now. Uh, they jump up four spots to number 19. They're still undefeated 4-0. They have a big game coming up as well. Now, the team that fell out was number 19, SMU. They were beating Tulsa pretty much the entire game, but then uh, at the end, Tulsa came back, beat them, and knocked SMU out, and Tulsa got into the top 25 at number 25. So there you go, a quick run through of the top 25. Not much really happened. One team fell out and that was SMU and one team jumped in and that was Tulsa. Now I wanna move on to probably my favorite segment of the show. And it is called the Dragon Rights Award. And this is the award that I hand out to the teams that impressed me the most over this past Saturday. I picked out four teams. Now, the first two teams are actually reoccurring from last week. The first one, Indiana, they just keep impressing me. They jumped up to number nine because they just flat out embarrassed Michigan State 24 to nothing. Uh, Michael Penix, he had a pretty good game. Overall, he's uh, 91 for 150, 60.7%, 1,070 yards, nine touchdowns, and three interceptions. So, Overall, you know, good, but nothing spectacular. But he did have a good game against uh, Michigan State. Now, the big discrepancy was offensive yards. Indiana had 433 offensive yards. Michigan State only 191 offensive yards. Indiana's defense is really good, actually. And I'm going to talk about that later on in my GBD picks uh, at the end of the show. So their remaining schedule, uh, well, let's talk about who they've beaten. Uh, Penn State, Rutgers, Michigan, and Michigan State. Next up, the big one at Ohio State. But for this week, they get their second bragging rights trophy. This next team, also second week in a row that they've gotten a bragging rights trophy, and that is Florida. Florida, man, they can score points at will. Where did this team come from? Their defense is just enough to, uh, you know, hold the team off. Now, that Texas A&M game, that's a different story. Uh, they need to work on their passing defense. But right now, Florida's looking really good. They blasted Arkansas 63-35. to This was the battle of former Florida Gator quarterback against current Florida Gator quarterback. Felipe Franks for Arkansas against Kyle Trask for Florida. Felipe Franks was 15 for 19, 250 yards, two touchdowns. That's not too bad. Kyle Trask, 
23 for 29, 356 yards and six touchdowns. So he didn't really throw it that much and still had a ton of production. The big story, Florida had the ball 38 minutes of the football game. So they controlled the game. Their only loss, of course, was at number five, Texas A&M. So Florida looks really good for the second week in the row, and that's why I'm giving them another bragging rights trophy. And all they have left is at Vanderbilt versus Kentucky, at Tennessee, and then home against LSU. Not much left. So the big game will be the SEC championship because I expect Alabama to win out as well against a one-loss Florida. And if Florida beats Alabama, maybe two SEC teams get in. We'll see. The next team that gets the bragging rights trophy, you're probably going to call me a homer, but West Virginia looked really stinking good this past Saturday. And this is the first time I've awarded them a bragging rights trophy. So this, you know, I'm not going to do it every week. Don't don't think that I'm just going to, you know, throw out trophies to my own team. That's not going to happen. They just looked really good. They whooped TCU 24 to 6. They were a two-point favorite. And to be honest with you, you know, I'm a West Virginia fan, so I've watched every single game. West Virginia is about four or five plays away from being undefeated. The two biggest plays was two fumbled scooping scores for the other team that won it for the other team. And some questionable you know, uh, officiating. We won't get into that. But for this game, Jarrett Deggie, our quarterback for West Virginia, 19 for 26, 212 yards, two touchdowns. It's okay, nothing to brag about. But our running back, Letty Brown, 24 carries for 156 yards. He's had all but two of his games went over 100 yards. And the game before this against Texas, he was actually injured. So I give him a pass one. So I'm going to say all but one game. Over the course of the season, 165 carries for 897 yards, nine touchdowns, averaging 5.4 yards a carry. Last year, West Virginia averaged 73 rushing yards a game. Right now, we're averaging over 150, so we've more than doubled. And our defense, we are top 10 in passing yards allowed, uh, 271 a game. Rushing yards allowed, 109 yards a game. Uh, uh, fourth in interceptions. and uh, Third down conversion allowed 35.6%. We've allowed people to convert on third down. And a lot of that was inflated on the Texas game. All right, I'm done with West Virginia. I've rambled on. I got my two cents in. The last team to get my bragging rights award, Northwestern. And I predicted them to beat Purdue. And uh, by more than three points, I took the spread. And they did it. So I'm, I'm rewarding them. I'm giving them a bragging rights trophy. Uh, number 23, Northwestern, at the time they were ranked number 23. Uh, 27 to 20 over Purdue. People forget Purdue was also unbeaten as well. Right now, they're only allowing 11.5 points per game. That's really, really good. Their next game, a home game against Wisconsin. And I know Wisconsin blasted Michigan, but Michigan is crap this year. So I think Northwestern has a really, really good shot at beating uh, Wisconsin. I'll talk about that later in my picks. Their remaining games. Home against number 10, Wisconsin, at Michigan State, at Minnesota, and home against Illinois. And the playoff predictor has Northwestern having a 0.7% chance of making the playoffs. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, very little. They look good. It's just they're very low ranked and some other things would have to happen. But there you go. 
my bragging rights trophy goes to uh, Indiana again, Florida again, my team, West Virginia, and Northwestern. Next topic. I like to call this segment going the distance. Last week, I talked about the playoffs and, and the pass to get to the pay, to get to the playoffs. This week, I thought I'd change it up a bit. So I looked through the top 25 rankings. I'm going to call this topic going the distance. And there's 13 teams there that are undefeated right now. So I looked at their FPI for each game, added them together, divided it by the number of games, and there's your average FPI chance of winning the rest of your games in the season. This does not count the conference championships. So I went through them, figured out number 13 to number one. So we're going to go from 13 to number one as far as who has the best chance of finishing their season undefeated. Here we go. Number 13 on my list. They are ranked number nine in the nation, and that is Indiana. Right now, they are 4-0. Their remaining games at Ohio State, at number three, Ohio State. And that's the one that brought their average way, way down. Uh, the rest of their games, uh, home against Maryland, another tough one, at number 10, Wisconsin, and then home against Purdue. Indiana, according to their FPI, their average, 45.8% chance of going undefeated the rest of the year. Number 12, they are ranked number 21 in the nation. I am talking about Liberty. This is a good feel-good story. Uh, Hugh Freeze, uh, hey, South Carolina just fired Will Muschamp. Hugh Freeze, Hugh, Hugh Freeze, it's a tricky name to say. Hugh Freeze could find his way back into the SEC. I'm keeping my eye out on that. But for right now, he's at Liberty, and they are 8-0. Remaining schedule at NC State, home against UMass, and then at number 15, Coastal Carolina. The average FPI for them to finish undefeated, 50.2%. So they are number 12. Number 11, the team I just talked about, they are number 19 in the nation now, Northwestern 4-0, remaining games, home against Wisconsin, at Michigan State, at Minnesota, and then home against Illinois. FPI gives them an average of 67.4% chance of finishing Finishing the season undefeated. Now we get into the top 10. I was kind of surprised that this next team was not higher. Talking about number seven, Cincinnati. They're 7-0. But the main reason that their FBI for going undefeated is a little lower is the rest of their games are on the road. At UCF, at Temple, and then at number 25, Tulsa. And they'll probably have to play Tulsa twice in the AAC championship. But that's not counting the championship game. This is just their season. So the average for them to go undefeated, 69.5%. That's still not bad. That's still not bad. Number nine, let's talk about the Pac-12. Number 20, USC. They're 2-0. and They haven't looked all that great, though. But their remaining games aren't that difficult. At Utah, home against Colorado, home against Washington State, and then at UCLA. Keep your eye on that last game. I know UCLA hasn't looked all that great, but they're getting better and better. Their average FPI, USC's average FPI to finish the season undefeated, 70.7%. It's actually pretty high, higher than what I expected. But like I said, not counting the conference championship. Number eight, 
talking about number 15, Coastal Carolina. Where did this team come from? A lot of these teams have come out of nowhere. Remaining schedule, home against Appalachian State at Texas State, and then home against number 21, Liberty. That's going to be a great game. FEI gives them an average of 74.2% chance of going undefeated. Not bad at all. Number seven, I thought this team would actually be higher because the rest of their games and the way they played, you know, it just seemed like they would be higher. Number seven, talked about number two, Notre Dame. Eight and no remaining schedule at North Carolina, home against Syracuse, and then at Wake Forest. So they do have two road games against quality opponents. Their average FBI percentage of finishing the season undefeated, 82.5%. That's still high, though. They got Clemson out of the way, so uh, that's why the rest, the rest of their FBI is on the higher side. Number six on my list, going back to Pac-12. Number 11, Oregon. They are 2-0, remaining schedule. Home against UCLA, at Oregon State, at Cal, and then home against Washington. Watch out for the road trip to Cal. They're actually decent this year. Their FPI average to finish the season undefeated, 87%. That really doesn't surprise me. Then the top five, number 10, Wisconsin, 2-0, remaining schedule at number 19, Northwestern. Might be their toughest game remaining because it's a road game. Home against Minnesota, excuse me, home against Minnesota, home against number nine, Indiana, and then at Iowa. Average FPI gives them an 88.8% chance of finishing the season undefeated. Number four on this list, number 15 in the nation, Marshall. They are 7-0. Some pretty easy games left. This is why their FPI average is a little higher. Home against Charlotte, home against Rice, and then at FIU. Their average FPI to finish undefeated, 90.2%. And then the top three, number three is actually the number one team in the nation, Alabama, 6-0. Remaining schedule, home against Kentucky, home against number 21, Auburn, and then at Arkansas, average FPI to finish the season undefeated, 93.5%. Number two on my list, and they beat Alabama by 0.5%. And that is number eight team in the, the number eight team in the nation, BYU. They're right no, but they have cake left. Easy games. Home against North Alabama and then home against San Diego State. Average FPI has BYU a 93.8% chance of finishing the season undefeated. And my number one team to finish the season undefeated as far as the average FPI goes is number three, Ohio State. This is really disrespecting Indiana. It really is because um, that kept their average really, really high. Remaining games, they're 3-0. Remaining games, home against number nine, Indiana, which the FBI is giving them over a 90% chance of winning. Total disrespect. At Illinois, at Michigan State, and then home against Michigan. The average FPI for Ohio State to go undefeated the rest of the season, not the championship game, 95.3%. I always thought that Alabama was the closest thing to a lock to get to the playoffs this year. But according to the average FBI, it's actually Ohio State. Didn't see that one coming. So there you go. The going the distance uh, segment. There's my 13 teams that are ranked from number 13 to number one. Let me run through it again. Number 13, Indiana, 
12 Liberty, 11 Northwestern, 10 Cincinnati, 9 USC, 8 Coastal Carolina, 7 Notre Dame, 6 Oregon, 5 Wisconsin, 4 Marshall, 3 Alabama, 2 BYU, and 1 Ohio State. And then the last segment. This is where I give out my picks of the week. The first week, I did really good. I was 8-2. and two. This past week, I was over 500, but not a great week. I was 4-3, and three, and three of my games got postponed. That was a little aggravating. So this week, I'm only going to pick six games. So the first game, I'm going to call it, this is my GBD's picks of the week because I'm Golden Blue Dude. By the way, if you didn't know already, I have a YouTube channel. It's called Gold and Blue Dude. And I also talk about college football over there. So go check out my YouTube channel sometime, Gold and Blue Dude. Back to my picks for this show. The first pick is going to be Appalachian State at number 15, Coastal Carolina. Appalachian State is 6-1. Coastal Carolina is 7-0. Coastal Carolina is favored by 5.5 points. I am going to lay those points. It's at home. And uh, one of the main reasons is QB Grayson McCall. Not a lot of people are talking about him. He's 94 for 135, 69.6%, 1,393 yards, 16 touchdowns, and just one interception. And it's at home. That's kind of an easy pick for me. I'm going to take uh, those five and a half points. I'm going to lay them. I think Coastal Carolina is all over Appalachian State this weekend. The next game that I'm picking. Kansas State at number 17, Iowa State. Kansas State's 4-3, and three, and Iowa State's 5-2. and two. Well, GBD, why are you picking this game? Well, it's actually pretty important to the Big 12 title race. If Iowa State wins this. They're in the driver's seat to get there. So that's why I'm picking this. Uh, Iowa State is favored by 11 points. Going to lay those 11 points. It's in, it's in Ames, Iowa. And Kansas State still doesn't have Skylar uh, Thompson. They still have Will Howard. He's okay, but not great. 62 for 114, 54.4%. That's not good at all. Five touchdowns and five interceptions. That's not going to get it done. Iowa State, Brock Purdy, not having a great year, but better than that. 135 for 217. That's 62.2%. Starting for 1,477 yards, 10 touchdowns, six interceptions. But they also have a good running back. Uh, Brees Hall, 165 carries, 1,034 yards. He's already rushed for over 1,000 yards. 6.3 yards of carry and 13 touchdowns. Iowa State beats Kansas State by three touchdowns. Next game, number seven, Cincinnati at, US, at UCF. Cincinnati, six-point favorite. So Cincinnati's undefeated, UCF 5-2. and two. UCF is still actually a good team but they're not good enough to make it close against Cincinnati. I'm actually going to lay those six points. Um, Cincinnati averages 41.6 yards a game. UCF does average a little higher, 44 points per game. But the difference will be the defense. Cincinnati, they allow 12.4 yards, points per game, excuse me, and UCF allows 28.7 points per game. There's your difference. And defense travels. I think Cincinnati wins by at least a touchdown. And that's still over six. So that's why I'm laying those six points. Back to the Big 12 for my next game, my fourth game. Number 14, Oklahoma State at number 18, Oklahoma. Bedlam. 
five and one Oklahoma State, five and two Oklahoma. Oklahoma is favored by seven points. I'm going to lay those points. I don't trust Oklahoma. They they have a terrible record against Oklahoma. I don't trust Oklahoma State. Excuse me. They have a terrible record against Oklahoma. This is not a rivalry. Oklahoma owns Oklahoma State, and I think they own them another time this year. The big thing is offense. I know. I know. Oklahoma State has a pretty good defense. I know. I get it. Uh, Oklahoma State. They only score 28 points per game, though. Oklahoma scores 41.1 points per game. Their defense, Oklahoma State's defense, allows 17.8 points per game. That's good, but Oklahoma's defense isn't that much worse. They allow 24.4 points per game. So if the defense is, you know, kind of close, the offense is going to take off. Uh, Spencer Sanders, the quarterback for Oklahoma State, he's not been good this year, guys. 63 for 93. 766 yards, he's 67.7 percent, five touchdowns and three interceptions. I'm not even going to talk about Chuba Hubbard. He's been a he's been a huge letdown. Uh, the other Spencer, Spencer Rattler for Oklahoma, dynamite, 141 for 208. He has thrown for over 2,000 yards already, 2,018 yards to be exact. He has 67.8 percent, 18 touchdowns and six interceptions, but most of those interceptions were in the earlier part of the year. Oklahoma all over Oklahoma State. Probably, I'm going to say three touchdowns. I, I think they blast them. And then the fifth game, number 10, Wisconsin at number 19, Northwestern. Wisconsin 2-0, Northwestern 4-0. And yes, Wisconsin just blasted Michigan, but Michigan sucks. They're terrible. Jim Harbaugh probably will get fired. Wisconsin is a seven and a half point favorite. I'm actually going to take those points and I might take Northwestern on the money line. That's right. I think Northwestern could upset Wisconsin. Now, the numbers though, it's, it's, it's not all that reassuring, but, but I'm still holding firm to that. Wisconsin, they score 47 points per game. Northwestern, they score 28 points per game. That, that's a 21-point discrepancy. No, a 19-point discrepancy. Uh, Wisconsin has allowed nine points per game. Northwestern has allowed 14 points per game. Uh, the quarterback for Wisconsin, Graham Mertz, 32 for 43, 74.4%. 375 yards, seven touchdowns, and no interceptions. So he's actually he's pretty good. The quarterback for Northwestern, Peyton Ramsey, 73 for 111. 65.8%, 723 yards, six touchdowns, but four interceptions. So really the, the big thing that really concerns me is the quarterback play. If if Northwestern's defense can show up, because you got to realize those points per game averages for Wisconsin, that's over two games. For Northwestern, that's over four games. So I'm definitely going to take the seven and a half points. I, I'm still not 100% sold that I should take Northwestern on the money line. But it's not a bad bet, so I, I still might do it. I think they do keep it within seven and a half points for sure. The last game, the big game of the week, number nine, Indiana at number three, Ohio State. Indiana, also undefeated 4-0. Ohio State, undefeated 3-0. 
I don't know, though, because Ohio State is favored by 20.5 points. That's 20 and a half points. That, that, that's crazy for a top 10 matchup. So the quarterback for Indiana, Michael Panex, he's 90 for 150. That's 60.7%. That's not terrible. He's thrown for 1,070 yards, nine touchdowns, and three interceptions. So he hasn't thrown a boatload of interceptions. So, you know, that makes me a little more confident that maybe Indiana can cover that spread. The running back, Stevie Scott, 88 carries for 319 yards, 3.6 yards of carry, and five touchdowns. He needs to get that average up. That's not great. Now, for Ohio State, their quarterback, Justin Fields, of course he has great numbers, 72 for eight, 72 for 83. He's only thrown 11 incompletions over three games. That's nuts. That's 86.7%, 908 yards, 908 yards in three games. 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. They're running back, Mr. Master Teague. Uh, 47 carries, 211 yards, 4.5 yards a carry, four touchdowns. So the big factor in this will be Justin Fields because if you look at the points per game, uh, Indiana 33.8, Ohio State 46.3. That's actually not not bad. That's only a 13 point difference. Uh, allowed points per game, Indiana 19.3. Ohio State 23. So Indiana actually has a little bit better of a defense over four games. But like I said, that's why I preface that with saying Justin Fields will be the difference. So I do think Ohio State wins comfortably, but there is a but. I am going to take those 20 and a half points. I do think Indiana is capable. Now, whether they do it or not, Remains to be seen. But I do think Indiana is capable of keeping this game closer than 20 and a half points. I think Ohio State, I think they win comfortably. But I think it's more in the range of 17, maybe 20 points. But guess what? 20 still covers for Indiana. And that's why I'm taking the points. So there you go. My picks for the week. Let's let's go over it real quick. I'm uh, Coastal Carolina laying the five and a half, Iowa State laying the 11, Cincinnati laying the six, Oklahoma laying the seven, Wisconsin, I'm actually taking the points and uh, maybe take Northwestern on the money line. Haven't really decided yet. And then the last one, uh, I'm going to take uh, Indiana and those 20 and a half points, but I still think Ohio State wins comfortably. So there you go, my GBD picks. I hope you enjoy my show, and if you do, come back next week and see it again. I'll have all new stuff, updates from Saturday. I'll have my picks. I'll have my top 25 uh, shakedown, all that good stuff, and uh, we'll see if we can add some new uh, segments here and there. We'll see what works. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time.